going on, everybody? Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW. Um, what was it called? Grand Slam. Grand Slam. In what the fuck is up, Denny's? Yeah, that's Brad. <laughs> I, uh, I just want to. I want him next year to do Grand Slam from a Denny's. From a Denny's. Yeah, if you've seen that video of some hardcore band playing in a Denny's, it's hilarious. Yeah, so last night was, uh, I, I thought it was very good. Um, there's some booking things that some people were annoyed with, but I I feel like in a vacuum, without taking into account the storylines and where they're going, I understand why people would be annoyed, but when you look at the actual storylines and you see where, like, what's coming next, like the forest through the trees, mm-hmm. um, you can be like, oh, that's why they did it the way they did it. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, it's not, you can't just read it off a sheet of paper. You got to yeah. think about what's coming next. For sure. Um, and I thought it made a lot of sense. And I thought it was very good. Um, they did another mil plus in the uh, for the ratings, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony said that it is their first million dollar gate for TV. Um, so that was people in attendance. It was lit better, which was mm-hmm. nice. Last time it was lit quite dark, so you couldn't tell how impressive it was. It looked very impressive last night. Yeah, it did. It looked. I don't know how big that arena is, but the way they lit it, it made it look huge. Absolutely. Um, yeah, let me just touch my volume. There we go. Yeah. Um, way, uh, in some news, Wade Keller, who uh, runs the torch, he's saying that he believes that Punk is on the way to a buyout. Yeah, that's all. That, or that's his hunch. I don't know if it's true. He does have legit sources. Um he also tends to be, at least with AEW, a little sensational sometimes. That's just my opinion. Um, he's, I just think he sometimes he'll, he's a little dramatic mm-hmm. with his either his either his praise, but a lot of his time, a lot of the time, his criticisms. Um, well, he was a guy who had said that uh, nobody in the company likes Brandy, and then like ten yeah. people <laughs> came out and they're like, "Wait, hold." What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was him. <clears throat> but like he's 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 been doing it as long as anybody in uh in wrestling media. So like he's got legit contacts. He's uh he's a guy. He's a he's got a status like Meltzer, but he doesn't get as much heat as Meltzer, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um but I, I, I do believe that. I believe that this is the likely case, and I believe this was the likely case no matter what. Yeah. The only thing being that, obviously, Tony would want CM Punk if they, he could get these guys to get along. But as soon as I had heard that Kenny Omega and CM Punk had another chat that same night, and it did not go well, I was like, okay. Because you know what this was. You know it was Kenny Omega approaching CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And CM Punk telling him to go fuck himself. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, that was the Olive Branch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not the Olive Branch, but like the uh, see if cooler heads could prevail. And cooler heads did not, in fact, prevail. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, CM Punk doesn't seem like the type of guy who could come back from this. 
Like he lets he lets his grudges rule him. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah, he... the people he dislikes, he dislikes forever. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go. And these guys run the company, so I don't see how he thought this was how what where how did he think this was gonna go? Anyways, I've I've gone. Uh, maybe he thought before. Tony Khan would have his back. I don't know. Well, he is Tony Khan's favorite wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure Tony Khan was blowing smoke up his ass the whole time he was there. Mm-hmm. Whispering sweet nothings in his ear. For sure. And then... And then but, this happened. And, but this is this is what happens when you try... When you try and make everybody happy instead of being the boss. Mm-hmm. He needs to be more of the boss. Yeah. And less... Uh, the try and make everybody happy guy because that it is as you expand the roster more and more like it's just impossible to do mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah i think hopefully he can learn tony khan can learn from this situation and like you said become i think he will <laughs> instead of just being friends with everyone yeah i mean you you could be a friendly boss. You can be a good boss. You can be a boss that people want to work with. But like the, you literally, you literally, you cannot please everybody. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to not try. And he clearly, like, I don't know, he tries to please the top people, but not the people who are a little lower down, mm-hmm. which also becomes an issue. Because yeah. then those people just, they are, do they still have the contract? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, as we saw with, uh, I guess uh, something came out recently with uh, Brian Pillman Jr. saying that he wishes that, like, obviously the Varsity Blondes were going to lose to House of Black. That's pretty obvious. But he said the the way that the way that they lost and the way that they got their shit kicked in in like ten seconds and the way that they've been off TV mm-hmm. since um, has not sit well with him. But it's. I mean, part of that is like you're at the very, very bottom of the you're on the bottom rung if you're varsity mm-hmm. blondes. So obviously you're going to get fed to the monsters. That's yeah. just sort of the thing. And also Pillman Jr. ran his mouth. Um, well, not so much ran his mouth, but said stupid things, posted yeah. stupid things, has mm-hmm. been doing that his whole career. Um, yeah. Even when he was when he first showed up. There was a certain like section of the internet that was like, "This is this isn't a good guy." And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. "Well, let's let's give him a chance." And then we did, and then he showed us his ass. Yeah. And then ever <laughs> since he showed us his ass, this is what's been happening to him. He was jobbed out like a joker. So I don't know if Tony was just like, ah, "Well, I'm not going to do anything with this guy, so I'm just going to run him into a buzzsaw mm-hmm. and then wait out his contract." Or I don't know. I don't remember I mean, why, I was, but I guess it's more of a communication thing, is what I'm, is mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you can also always do something with Brian Pillman later on. You can. I don't know if it's recoverable, but it's it's mm-hmm. almost like at this point he has to go away for a while and then come yeah. back. Like you could do it, but I just don't. Like as I've talked about a lot, there you watch episodes and you're like, why is this guy on my TV when that guy could be? He's yeah, the sure. guy. The varsity blondes are the people you say that about. Mm-hmm. 
every time you see Varsity Blondes on TV, you're like, why are you there? Why couldn't it be Team Taz? Why couldn't it be Butcher and the Blade? Why And Butcher and the Blade are almost in that category as well. Let's mm-hmm. be real. But um, this is like, why couldn't it be um, any of these other people that weren't getting enough TV time? Like, sorry, Varsity Blondes aren't going to get TV time. Neither are, like... Um, you know the the bottom card guys like they, I don't know, I don't know why they're complaining. Like you're sorry, you're you're lower card guys. You're not getting on TV. I'm sorry. You go to you go to uh, dark and you work on your game, mm-hmm. and then if you if you get called up, you get called up. Yeah. It and well, when we talk about it later, that that pays off with the team. It does. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about the uh, first match. This was Claudio versus Jericho. Um, I really liked this match. Um, I thought Jericho was was pretty excellent in it with his counters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jericho started the match by uh, not adhering to the code of honor, and then he did, but he ends up slapping uh, um, Claudio afterwards. Um, there is a I really like the ang- there was a superplex that um Jericho did onto the floor where he uh the angle that they shot it at was really nice. Like the superplex came mm-hmm. toward the, toward the, the camera, camera there. Yeah. Yeah, cool. it was uh it was very cool. Like the uh the camera mistakes that they had the first year and a half are gone. Mm-hmm. Those are gone. that's a thing of the past, which is nice. Like we're not talking Did- about their technical yeah, this um, the whole show was. I felt like it was shot different than they normally shoot. It, it had a lot more like sweeping shots and stuff. It was cool. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I felt that the first time they did Arthur Ashe as well, it felt different. They mm-hmm. shot it different, which I kind of appreciate. It made it feel like a big deal. The yeah. problem with the first time was it wasn't lit as well, mm-hmm. so it didn't feel as big when they did do these cool shots. But I remember it feeling different, like feeling high quality the first time. And I like that they did that. Um, the Hurricane the hurricane Rana reversal out of the Ricola bomb, the Avalanche Ricola bomb was mm-hmm. awesome. Really yeah, cool. Was. Again, Jericho coming with the, with the reversals in this, which he's been doing a lot since the... Um, Lionheart Chris Jericho came back, which he's not mm-hmm. now. Now he's the wizard. Which yeah, he's is back funny. to the wizard. Yeah. The, the wizard Chris Jericho. I I really like as a entrance theme. Um, Jericho kicked out of the Ricola bomb, and I was shocked. Me too. I was, I was shocked. Whoa. That's a. It's like that's a that's a big move from a big man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Claudio. What did Claudio flip out of? He flipped out of something from Jericho. And then, uh, what was it? I don't remember. Yeah, maybe it's just like a back body drop. Yeah, Jericho likes to do like a monkey flip thing, so that could have. That's been what it was. It was a monkey flip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jericho likes to do this monkey flip thing. So he did the monkey flip. Um, Claudio landed on his feet, and it, did Jericho then push him, or did Claudio not realize he was supposed to? I think it was like a, a timing thing where he didn't immediately yeah, okay. stumble into Aubrey. Yeah, because he stopped and then he's just like, I gotta keep going. And then he yeah. just ran <laughs> off. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh. 
<laughs> Claudio, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jericho's just like, I don't know where he's running, and kicks him in the nards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did, did, did he roll him up? From No, he probably hit him with the Judas effect. He right? hit him with the Judas effect, yeah. Yeah, kicked him in the nards, hit him with the Judas effect. Um, oh, yeah, I have on the next page here. Hit Judas effect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the, everyone comes down to celebrate. Daniel Garcia does not come down to celebrate because he's pissed off because Jericho um, cheated to win. So now Jericho is the Ring of Honor champion, which is pretty cool. It's crazy. He's touched everything. Mm-hmm. At this point, um, I don't he needs know. Does to he win have an the NWA title to his name? Uh, maybe he needs to win the uh, Impact title, and then he's like held a major championship in every major North American ti- uh, champ like company the past like thirty years or something like that. <laughs> That's cool. Could mm-hmm. you turn down your mic a, a, just a titch? I, I heard myself a little there, but yeah. Um, this is cool. And this was one match where people are just like, how, how could they do this to Claudio? This is stupid. I was like, well, hold on. Just, just think about the storyline they're telling here. Um, mm-hmm. Who, who are, who's uh, Jericho feuding with? He's feuding in sort of like a little triangle with Daniel Garcia and, um, and Brian Danielson. Who are two guys that are associated with ring of honor at this point? Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Garcia, who holds the um, pure, pure title, title, and and Brian Danielson, who is Mister Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So Jericho is now going to continue the feud and storyline with them, with the Ring of Honor title, and he's the man with no honor. That's the whole storyline they're telling: is that Daniel Garcia is mad at him because he keeps cheating to win, and he keeps telling him you don't have to do that, Chris Jericho. Um, so the ring of honor, him holding the ring of honor title just continues that story. He's the, he's the wrong man to hold it. So he's either going to face, he's going to face one or both of, uh, of Garcia and Danielson defending this title. And I bel- and one or, and one of those two guys is, is going to win it off Jericho. I think I it's going to be Garcia. Yeah, that's what I think. I think the, the one, th- the only thing is Garcia already holds the pure title. So just think if if Danielson won the uh, won the Ring of Honor title, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. If he won yeah. it again, but it could be, be really it could cool. be, uh, it could be Garcia. Yeah, I uh, just think it's Garcia because the way he came out after Jericho won, he looks so sad. Oh, for sure. Like it, uh, <laughs> I it just sort of makes me wonder why he has the pure title then. Like for him to have, it could both pull a, a Danielson, and because he held both of them at one point. So did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they do like to do callbacks to the past, so that could be why. Mm-hmm. That could be what they're doing there, and you can only defend one of them at a time because they're different mm-hmm. rules. Yeah, different rule sets. Yeah, but so uh, it's not. It's not like a Roman Reigns thing. Yeah, I like where now. To... They're now they're like, how do we get these titles off of? We merge them together into one title. And mm-hmm. they don't know that you can just pin a man. Yeah. <laughs> just, just build someone else up, build up Kevin Owens, have him pin him. They're mm-hmm. done. Yeah. I liked during the match too, too, because Claudio was just a big, strong guy this whole match. But I liked when Jericho yes. first tried to low blow him and he caught his leg. Oh, yes. And then at one point, uh, Jericho tried to hit him with Floyd. <laughs> Claudio just he, caught it. 
<laughs> he caught he the same that. way. He, like yeah. he did this sort of like a cross catch like, yeah. uh, thing, and he did it with uh, the same way to for the low blow, and then mm-hmm. to the catching Floyd. It was really good. It was a yeah. It was a well done match. I liked it a lot. And it was really good. And the gets- Cesaro swing, or the Cesaro swing. That's what we called WWE. The Claudio big big swing. Uh, it felt like it went on forever. <laughs> I counted 14, 14 revolutions on a, what's the AEW podcast unrestricted. He was on there and somebody yes. asked him like how he doesn't get dizzy. And he says, he just closes his eyes and tries not to focus on it, well, that's <laughs> which is hilarious. Idea. Yeah. That's good. That is good. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. I was at first, okay. I was a little like, Oh, why Jericho ring of honor champ is weird. But then, like the story is going to play out. That's yeah, the story just sense. makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Like it's 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 very obvious to me. It's like when uh, it's like when um, Moxley beat Punk by going with with the foot thing and then uh, mm-hmm. beating him in ten seconds, and people are just like, "Who is he going to face it all out?" And I was like, "Fucking Punk! Yeah. Come on, guys." <laughs> It's like this is a storyline. It's very mm-hmm. obvious that it's a storyline. And it's the same thing. Guys, just like who who's Jericho currently feuding with? Give me a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you you can see the story they're telling with this. He's not gonna hold that title for very long. No. Like this no. is it's a the people are like, he's 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 not gonna like uh he's not gonna do a lot for the Ring of Honor title and like make it a big deal is like that's not the point ring of honor isn't a show right now mm-hmm. <laughs> like no one's making that title a big deal at the moment like it's literally just a prop for aw until they get that whatever deal they're gonna get yeah but if they also did get a deal having jericho with the belt i mean he's a, would be he's cool. still a draw so it, it'd still be good would be cool but it's, it's not happening anytime soon mm-hmm. like this is just clearly a plot device no for sure um yeah so fun and like it i don't know it makes sense it goes from uh goes from bcc to to jas and then maybe back to bcc again like they're feuding over this title Mm -hmm. and uh and i like it and it's good okay so next we had swerve and our glory versus the acclaimed and acclaimed come out they are probably the probably the best uh aw dark to aw main roster success story oh for sure the exception maybe hobbs yeah but i'd say that they've surpassed hobbs and we'll get to why obviously they're i mean they're more over than hobbs is let's be real they're more over than starks is even though starks wasn't a dark success story he Mm -hmm. was a open challenge success story mm-hmm. um yeah so yes the acclaimed probably one of the most over acts in the whole company right now so oh for sure they come out they they dropped a what was the first line they did i can't remember it was something about the little mermaid i couldn't hear it because the crowd was going yeah, crazy, uh, but i couldn't hear the first part annoying because i wanted <laughs> to hear the little mermaid line mm-hmm. and then he uh he said uh, more like swerving our glory hole, and I was like, oh, "Okay, that is <laughs> yes. fucking funny." That, yeah. Um, and who did he say that swerve and uh, 
swervingly look like? Something about a two liter and a 20 ounce of Pepsi or something. Oh yeah. A two liter and a 20 ounce of Pepsi. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's funny. Yeah. That's really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, really good. Yeah. Swerving their glory hole was fucking hilarious, but then mm-hmm. they get in the ring and Keith Lee's doing hurricane Rana's. Yeah. He did a hurricane Rana. He did a second row moonsault. Keith Lee said, y'all forgot I could fly. And so he started doing all his high flying stuff. <laughs> Big man Rana. Mm-hmm. Glorious. And his smile afterwards was hilarious. After he's like, yeah, I just did that. <laughs> it's great. They were they were healing it up, and I loved it. Um, the Swerve is a fantastic heel. He's mm-hmm. He just oozes heel. He knows how to play to the crowd. Um, Sammy Guevara could learn something from him. Yeah. Um, the one thing that's so good about the acclaimed being faces, the heels can break up the scissors. Mm-hmm. Like when they're going to scissor either daddy ass or each other and the heels can break it up. It gets mm-hmm. nuclear heat and it's yeah, so it easy. It's I saw so easy. Somebody post, um, they said they wanted to see the acclaimed do the FTR spot, you know, where they're both in a submission and they hold hands so they don't tap out, but they should do the scissors so they don't tap. Out. <laughs> that should be how they lose. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that should be how they lose the title. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they look like they're about to like help each other, but instead they just do the scissors, and then they mm-hmm. end up tapping out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it's okay, buddy. We had a good run. Scissor, mm-hmm. like yeah. with their last dying effort, they scissor <laughs> before they pass then, out or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Swerve did like a four fifty leg drop. Onto everyone outside, that was nuts too. Yeah, they did crazy shit. Um, mm-hmm. The acclaims fire ups are amazing. Like great, yeah. they have great fire up flourishes. Like uh, it's like fighting against the odds type thing before they get mm-hmm. knocked down. Um, yeah, just really good. The match wasn't quite as good as the previous one, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just it was awesome. It was really fucking fun. Yeah. Um, they. Uh, Caster was selling the knee in this one. I don't mm-hmm. think the how they started the knee injury really made a lot of sense. Or I didn't least... see what happened to him when he fell off the ropes. It's that, well, that was the thing. No, he just sort of he's fell. going for an elbow drop and he sort of jumped off, landed on his feet, and then his leg gave out. But mm-hmm. in doing an elbow drop, you wouldn't land on your feet, so it didn't. It just didn't really make a lot of sense mm-hmm. when it happened. And I was like, "Oh, that's weird." But then they told the story, and it was cool. And they ended up hitting the mic drop for the win. The crowd went crazy. I don't know that I've ever seen a bigger pop for somebody winning mm-hmm. in AEW. It was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, um, they they yeah, teased acclaimed, more acclaimed their champions. Acclaimed yeah, our champions. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, they did tease the ascension because they uh, Keith Swerve Lee got hit, hit in the head he, with the belt with the boombox. <laughs> well, yeah, it was the boombox. Swerve tried so to hit the, one of the acclaimed, and they moved and just blasted Keith Lee with it. So they're probably going to feud, and I can't wait for that. That's going to be fantastic. That's going to be a mm-hmm. really good feud. Yeah, because um, yeah, that tag team's not long for this world, and now they can maneuver other tag teams yeah. back into it as we saw already with this next segment we had mm-hmm. FTR saying 
hey, you guys had your time. That's really cute. But we're the number one guys. We're coming for that belt. And then the ass boys come in and they earn their name. Um, yeah. And this is where they're really, really, really good at this. They're just fantastic shit heels. Mm-hmm. Um, they come in, they're just like, um, they say, oh, yeah, you're, uh, you guys are number one at complaining. You're number one at, uh, asking for your title shot. You're number one at, like, uh, at all the, at all these little, uh, Things that like they just run their mouth and complain and they're sour and this and that. So we're gonna get the ass boys versus FTR, and I'm excited for that. To be honest, um, oh, I think FTR's that's gonna, gonna be... whip their asses. But oh, they're gonna, gonna <laughs> they're gonna beat them from pillar to post, and it's gonna be mm-hmm. great. It's gonna be great. Like I see a good future for the ass boys. As much as I never want to see them before, they are just such good obnoxious heels and you need that mm-hmm. it's kind of what 2.0 is yeah in a in a way like they could be I, and i bet they are learning a lot from a uh from guys like 2.0 oh yeah yeah 2.0 is a, I, I love 2.0 they're so funny <laughs> they're fantastic they're they're really 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 good at what mm-hmm. they do um i do want to yeah. shout out from the tag match was it bowen's they hit a brain buster on Keith Lee, which is nuts. <laughs> just it looked Keith like Lee. it was just going to be a suplex. And then he's just like, and down you come straight. Yeah. I was like, yeah. it's like, did he mean to do that? Yeah. Maybe Keith Lee was too heavy for him, but it was cool. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, really, really good. I loved it. And now, but as we, we can see, FTR is right back in the picture again, because mm-hmm. I I just I think I feel like they had to get Swerve and their glory out of the way. Yeah. Like I don't think they wanted FTR to face them or to beat them. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh I don't know, it's like I feel like they wanted them to face a tag team. If that Yeah, makes that makes sense. Because as sense. soon as another tag team came back in, now they've they're starting to rev up their engines again, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so next we had Wheeler and Tony Schiavone talking, and I really liked this. Um, I loved uh, Tony Schiavone brings him out and he asked him. He said, "Okay, so what do you think of the uh, of the big of the big max? I mean, match we have um, later tonight, and then MJF his music hits. Um, uh, he interrupts them. The the fans." erupt yeah the new york fans go crazy for mjf Uh, mjf says that the devil has arrived and and you all worship him so you're all devil worshipers which was a great line um wheeler congratulates mjf on his engagement but he's not he's not gonna tease him or make fun of him for that stuff because he's not he's not about the low-hanging fruit um Oh yeah, he, then he says that uh he says that but we all know that she's just going to leave MJF just the way MJF walked out on AEW, which is a nice little dig there. I like that they're going to use this going forward. It's mm-hmm. really good, really good banter. MJF says that it's awesome to see Yuta has evolved from wallpaper 
personality to drawing cement mm-hmm. um to a personality like drawing cement which is which i thought was really good because it's sort of um yuda didn't have the crowd in that moment because mm-hmm. it's mjf people are cheering for mjf and then you have yeah. yuda who is kind of dry that's his that's his drawback and mjf called him on that and the crowd went crazy um and then uh, Max tells him, "Hey, you could you could learn something about getting a concussion from Brian Danielson, about being an alcoholic from Mox, about popping pills from Regal, and then he slapped him. loses it. <laughs> he slaps the shit out of him, and here the crowd erupts. So it's like, okay, Yuta's back with the crowd now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then MJF hits him back. Tony tries to break it up. He throws Tony to the ground." He gets on top of him. The crowd's going nuts because it's Tony, beloved Shivani. Mm-hmm. Um, Yuta double legs uh, MJF on the ground. He's wailing on him. Um, but then out comes Morrissey. He yanks Yuta off because, lest we forget, MJF has a has a crew on retainer. Um, mm-hmm. He just beats the sn- they beat the snot out of Yuta. Out comes security. Um, he hit you with the diamond ring, right? He like, yes, he held, he held. He held him. A, he uh, yeah. he cold cocked him right in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good shit, man. This is great. This is really good stuff. So we're probably. I feel like because of this, we might end up seeing Yuta versus MJF whenever he wins the title. I can see that, or it could be a t ingest- like a TV challenge. Yeah, like, a TV, like yeah. Uh, yeah, like somebody because... good to so MJF's now going to be putting over Yuta, putting over the young guy Yuta in in defeat. It's it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love, really love Morrissey as the heater. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to say a single word. He can be what I wanted uh, Hager to be, which was a mute. Be a mute. <laughs> Do not yeah, talk. Just... Just be a mutant, throw people around. He's better in the ring, man. From what we've mm-hmm. seen, he's much better in the ring. Oh, yeah. Um, and he, he gives me early 90s wrestling vibes with the height and the muscles and the hair. Oh, yeah. He just needs to be uh, when Shawn Michaels first brought in Diesel. Diesel didn't really say anything, and he'd just stand there and beat people up for Shawn Michaels. Was, that's what Morrissey should do. He could be Diesel. He could be mm-hmm. Diesel. For sure. Um. Yeah, so then we have, next we have Pack versus Orange Cassidy. And this was fun. Um, we had uh, OC playing all kinds of mind games with Pac. Uh, Pac being, despite that, just being relentless with uh-huh. his attack. Just abusing Orange Cassidy. And Orange Cassidy just like, with his dying breath, just giving like thumbs up. I, I love like, that part where Pox just stayed in there looking at him after he beat the shit out of him and gives him a thumbs up. That was hilarious. And the <laughs> part that just absolutely murdered me, whereas Pox goes up to do the, uh, the black arrow. And I've never seen this before. Orange Cassidy just puts his legs up together <laughs> to block it. <laughs> Like well before he even jumps off, <laughs> he just sticks them up in the air, and and obviously Pac's like, "Well, I'm foiled. I'm not gonna jump now. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do here?" So he go he jumps down to uh to like 
pull him back up to his feet and Orange Cassidy hits him with the hits him with the roll up. And mm-hmm. this is where Orange Cassidy fires up. He's doing his moves. He hits these two fucking uh, swinging DDTs. And Pac just takes the most gruesome bumps oh, I've ever seen. He sells a, DV, a DDT better than anyone I've ever His head bumps are just out of this mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And yeah, it's nuts. You could tell he's a fan of RVD because if you watch old ECW RVD, that's how he'd sell DDTs too. And it's like, it's just like, how did they do that? I don't get it. <laughs> and the other person in the company who does the same thing is Athena. She does it. Mm-hmm. Watch her take her head bumps. They're the yeah. exact same as Pac. The mm-hmm. exact same. And that's why I love her. That's why I made that comparison to mm-hmm. Pac the other week. Um, Pac in the end gets desperate and uses the ring bell hammer to uh, to crack Orange Cassidy in the head, but he makes it look like a like a punch. Like a headlock he punch, grabs yeah. him in a headlock and then hits him with the punch, which knocks Orange Cassidy out. He brings him into the ring. Does he hit him with? And no, he just pins. Nope, him. He just rolls him in and pins, and then the ref starts asking him like, "I know that wasn't a punch." And Puck's like, "It was," and just leaves before the ref could ask him any more questions. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a punch. I don't know what mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Is a punch. Yeah. I'm strong. Look at these muscles. Yeah, you see I'm these punch hard. I I I know some people are upset. Orange Cassidy didn't win. And I get it. I love Orange Cassidy too. But I like because what did Pac? What was Pac saying the whole build up to this match? You don't deserve to be in the ring with me. But then Pac yeah. had to take a shortcut because Orange Cassidy does mm-hmm. deserve to be in the ring with him. S- similar story to what they're doing with uh, Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. and just the stuff that Chris Jericho did before, like with Jungle Boy and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like you, you don't have what it takes to hang with me. And then he hangs with him, and then he has to cheat to win. Yeah. Um, it's good. And um, plus, Pocket, he calls himself the bastard. So, of course, he's going to use a rematch. So, Bell Hammer. I think, I think Orange Cassidy's probably going to get a rematch. I could see that. And I think he's probably going to win. That'd be nuts. I'd like that. But I didn't Because even they, they love, they Pocket. love, 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 love trilogies in AEW. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a trilogy. Your mom gets a mm-hmm. trilogy. Yeah. I, I really like the uh, Orange Cassidy Pac. Uh, like feud because Pac's so <laughs> serious Orange in Orange Cassidy is not. It's funny. I like their dynamic. Oh, it's amazing. And this is another thing. It's like, this is clearly story. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is not over. Like, uh, like Orange Cassidy can show up again and be like, you had to cheat to win. Um, let's, I don't know. Let's do a stipulation on it. Like they're going <laughs> to put a stipulation on it. They're going to do something else. Um, they should do a ladder I, match. I think Orange Cassidy is going to win that yeah. title away from him in uh, round three. That'd be cool. And then Orange Cassidy can go to all these other promotions. <laughs> that's what I want, man. That that That's amazing to have <laughs> Orange Cassidy taking a belt to all these other promotions and then getting fans that will then maybe tune into AEW. Going mm-hmm. international, Orange Cassidy in Japan, Orange Cassidy in they the UK. They would love Orange Cassidy in Japan. <laughs> love yes. Him. <laughs> yes. He would be the most over guy in Japan. Mm-hmm. They won't let him come back. Yeah. <laughs> Like fucking Toro Yano 2.0. Could you imagine mm-hmm. a team of those two guys? Oh my gosh. Imagine the comedy match those two guys would have. It'd, it'd be amazing. Yeah. I. It's, uh, it's a dream match for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so women's four way. This is Hoot, Tony this Storm is awesome. versus Athena versus D versus Britt Baker. Um, amazing from the opening bell. Yeah, this match punk. was really the uh, like Athena coming out party. Like I, I think if yes. people didn't know how good Athena was after this match, they see it. Yeah, like this match was like these women went out there and was like, "We'll show you something." Mm-hmm. Like Athena, just huge pump kick right away. Crazy combination moves. Like one person would be doing a move to another person, and a third person would come in and like turn it into a move against both of them. Mm-hmm. Which was that fucking Deeb rolling up two women. That was so of... cool. <laughs> what did she roll them up out of? I don't know, but it was they awesome. Were like locked. I think they were going for a submission, and she just rolled them up and sat on both of them to pin both of them. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> I was like, I have never in my life seen that, and that was fantastic. Um, we had double submissions at one point, um, where one person has has the submission on the top half and the other person has them in a figure four on the bottom or like a Boston crab. Mm-hmm. So good. And like, it just was like, like a running thing of someone else coming in and just interrupting the move that the other person was doing with their own move. It was just constantly a, a third woman coming in to fuck up what the previous two women were doing. It was so fun. Athena hit a double, Alabama slam. Is that what it is? With the It was like a a fallaway slam Samoan drop fallaway. thing. Yeah, I don't know a, what the <laughs> crush like, Baker's bad though. <laughs> like I've seen I've seen Hangman Page do this. Mm-hmm. Where uh he has the person on the back and then he catches the person on the front and then flips them both. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do it before. Yeah. But I've never seen a woman do it. That was dope as hell because it came from Athena and she's not tall. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that like, that got a huge reaction from the crowd too. They love that. It did. She also did earlier in the match. She did like that springboard, like kind of like, you know how the private party go for the silly putty. They do that flip over the rope. Like she yeah. did that over Tony caught her, like twisted her in the air into a code breaker. It was nuts. Yeah, Athena she, was Athena said, all right, you're, you're all going to see how good I am in this match. <laughs> Athena's unreal. Again, this mm-hmm. is why I say she's Pac. Like, they just do things that mm-hmm. other people... She, she does things that other women can't do. Yeah. Um, I loved... Um, I, I thought the, the ending was good. It was a roll-up, but it was a really quick, snappy roll-up. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, Tony just caught Brit real quick. And it it seemed forceful too. Like it's like that's how roll ups should be done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really nice that Hater runs down and she breaks all of our hearts by running down and joining the beat down with Britt Baker yeah, on the faces. She got like, a big reaction because everyone thought she was going to come out and stop Britt, but then I know I was like I was like oh no I want the <laughs> I want the hater turning on Brit angle to keep mm-hmm. going and everybody wanted that and as I said I praised the fact that she didn't side with Brit the previous week so it's like oh man and then I'm music hoping it's hits. yeah and no one knows who it is but it... and the music hits and then a name appears on screen and it says Soraya I was like mm-hmm. oh shit because I didn't see the I didn't see um SRS tweet out a gif of her early in the day. Again, 
don't fucking do that SRS. Come yeah, on, I man. didn't see him tweet that. I saw him tweet an article that AEW Which reached is out to yeah. her. Yes, but that's yeah. fine. That's totally fine. It said like reached out to her earlier in the summer mm-hmm. when her contract became available. It was like, okay, fine, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, like if he wants to like do some eyeball emojis, fine. Because we knew there was going to be a surprise because Tony Khan said there was going to be a surprise. Yeah. He said there was going to be a surprise. He said the fans were going to go crazy on this night. She came out, chased away the heels. This was one of the biggest pops I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to wrestle. wrestle, Because I know she was pretty hurt. So (laughs) so is Danielson and Sting. She's on the roster page and she's got a record. So. I'm not going to say doesn't Regal have one too, but yeah, yeah I, I think she is going to wrestle. I think so too. Cause I, I saw she people saying she probably won't, but we thought that about Sting and look at the matches well, he's been she, having. She wouldn't become, she wouldn't come out to chase people away. That's if true. she wasn't going to get, if she wasn't going to wrestle. I know she on her, cause she Twitch streams a lot. I know she had said she was doing the same treatment Danielson was doing. So yes. maybe she's good to go. Lots of people have been doing that mm-hmm. and uh, they've all been successful with it we didn't uh christian did something similar yeah did he not same with edge, edge did. sting did yeah yeah they all did it look what the fuck sting's doing yeah no <laughs> every every show he jumps off something crazy man's so, 63 years old out here diving off stuff he said that he could die from swinging a bat mm-hmm. him swinging a bat he said he could die that was his original diagnosis yeah, you remember so, when he first came in and that power bomb that uh, Brian Cage gave him? It was like, oh fuck, <laughs> they killed Sting. Well, if they did, still did that power bomb, I would think they killed Sting. That's true. That's true. Like That's of all true. the things, like mm-hmm. even like the I don't know, like all these other matches, he's not taking power bombs. <laughs> That's true. He's hardly taking bumps. Period. Unless he does them to himself when he jumps off something. But yeah. So next we had Mox versus Danielson, and fucking <laughs> Danielson just. Danielson just beat that ass. Yeah, he he came out and said, okay, you're going to have to earn this one. I'm going to pop some blood vessels. Yeah, I wonder if, I'm sure beforehand they are probably like, all right, let's lay it in tonight. Oh, they, the pops that were coming off of Mox's chest when he hit him. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd was screaming. They're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like he was getting those, because like chops in that giant arena are hard to hear. Mm-hmm. But he, these were popping, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Danielson was just beating that ass, which to me kind of tells you Mox is going to win. <laughs> but uh, what's uh, Danielson's like heat or whatever you want to call it? Like lasted for a long time. I was like, oh, Mox might win because he's getting beat up a lot. <laughs> he's gonna. I didn't expect him to win. I thought. I, I thought. Uh, I thought Mox was going to lose. Again, this make it makes sense though. It makes sense. Well, yeah, because that's who MJF's been targeting with his promos and stuff is Mox, so it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it and, absolutely makes sense. And so we had, and I loved this. I loved this. Throughout the match, they kept go, uh, showing a luxury box at the top, and it had MJF sitting up there watching the match like Caesar holding his big chip. And I was yeah, like, he was like holding it like a teddy bear. He was holding on to that thing, and like. Deep in my heart, I wanted MJF to come down and cash it in like the money in the bank. 
mm-hmm. on the winner. And so I was like, are they going to like go up to show to show him again near the end? He's not going to be there anymore. That'd be funny. <laughs> he just disappeared. And or then, if he uh, like had a grapple gun and like rappelled down or something. Because this is the thing. The only way that I have Danielson win this match is if MJF cashes in on him immediately. Mm-hmm. Like on the same episode. Yeah. Because that's incredible heel heat. But like with Mox, like Mox is now a transitional champion. He's going to lose to MJF. And he oh, can. Sure. But if they were to give Danielson like a short reign like an actual like short like one month or whatever it is rain and then lose to M- MJF people will be so mad they want Danielson to have like a 4 O'Connor. 5 6 yeah. 6 month rain yeah. like you can't like Mox Mox is now the old reliable transition transitional champ for sure he's he's the Cody Rhodes he's the Dustin Rhodes Mm-hmm. Jer- that's what Jericho's doing right now. He's advancing his story, being a transitional champ. Um, it's, Plus, Mox it's just wrestling, wants to go on wrestling one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and Mox does want to go on vacation. And like, I heard people being like, "Oh, it would have been amazing for M- MJF on the mic with Danielson." It's like, sure, but Moxley's the best promo in the company. I was gonna say Danielson. I like his promos, but he's not like the best promo ever. No, so he's not. Dan- Danielson would just, it'd be funny to see MJF try to weasel his way out of getting his ass beat by Danielson. That's what I'd want to see. Mox talking with, with uh, MJF is better. Yeah. He's the better talker and he's the antithesis to to MJF. He's the blue collar, um, salt of the earth guy versus the guy who calls himself the salt of the earth. Who is and not, yeah. And was raised up by rich parents and handed everything in his life mm-hmm. and got supposedly a multi-million dollar raise by throwing a fucking hissy fit. Yeah. Like it's brilliant. And mm-hmm. the guy who had to bail out the company when that happened, guess what? It was, it was Mox. Mox has bailed the company out over and over and over. Yeah. It's, uh, that's another reason why I'm not upset that he got the title. Cause Mox deserves it. Like he's been like he's been there since day one, and he's like he's the face of the so company. Much. Yeah, he's the face of the company, and MJF is going to beat him. It's that's yeah. fantastic. It's really good. Yeah, and MJF, MJF seems like he's evolving into his second form now. Yeah, I I, I agree with that, and I love that when uh, I believe when Mox, I believe I think they faced each other early on. And I think um, Mox and MJF. Yeah, yeah, they did during the pandemic when Mox was the, his first title reign. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, remember, that's so, when they first brought in like Mark Sterling and stuff. Because and... I believe on the previous episode when they were to, when they were face to face and they were cutting promos on each other, I believe MJF said like, "Okay, yeah, Mox, you like, yeah, you might have beat me, but like." The man you beat me before is not the man you see in front of you now. Mm-hmm. So I am not worried about you. Yeah. And it was like, I lo- like he's, he's Vegeta, like going to his next form. Yeah. Not Vegeta, Every time you beat him, he gets stronger. He's a uh, Frieza. Cell. That's what I mean. Frieza. Yeah. 
yeah going to going to his next form like that's a, he's evolved and he seems like he's evolved like he like you look at him now and you're like he runs this company mm-hmm. like he's he's the guy now mjf's the guy and i really hope that tony khan gave him the guy money and he i hope have. he i hope he locked him down but we'll uh, see you too yeah cuz that was the thing was that uh Tony Khan was like, I'm not giving him a raise for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm giving him a raise to extend him. Because that's what you do in sports or in anything. You give someone a raise and you're like, you're like okay, but you have to you have to stay. Yeah. You, can't just, you can't just get a raise to... Like, I still have you under contract. Why would I do this? Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah. Dana since you know, he's my second favorite wrestler of all time. And I want to yes. see him with the AEW title, but it's not the time. Like you said... People want him when he gets a title. Have him be the one to beat MJF, and then go on like a six month. Just every week he defends the title and has awesome matches or something. But Danielson beating MJF would be amazing. Yeah, it would be cathartic. It would be supremely cathartic because a chase against MJF. Oh, mm-hmm. like a face chasing MJF. I want a few faces to try and chase MJF down. And to have him repeatedly be the conniving, sneaky heel that just... I do want to see Kingston versus MJF because that uh, promos would be unreal. That's another guy that I would actually like. I would be cool with beating MJF, would be Mm -hmm. Kingston. I don't know if that will ever happen. Because I don't know that they see King if Tony Khan sees Kingston the way we all see Kingston he as should, like a guy that should hold a title. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some spoilers for this for Friday's event and the finish of his match is interesting. Oh, oh yeah. Watch out for spoilers out there. Folks. Oh yeah. They're out there. Cause the, <laughs> that was a four hour, uh, wrestling extravaganza that ended at 12 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. so yeah they're they're out there people are talking about them i'm surprised they actually taped that but yeah i imagine it's expensive pretty expensive to try to arthur Arthur ash yeah Yeah, (laughs) so you got to do it all in one day yeah i think it's a but yeah they should it should have been live because Mm -hmm. some of the stuff that's happened I, i mean i looked for it but like i heard I heard some stuff that happened that's super hype, so I looked it up, and I was like, oh, that is hype. I really do like that stuff. But some of the stuff is like, ooh, decisions were made here. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But apparently the fans also went home before the last match, a lot of them, which is too bad because mm-hmm. the last match is Ricky Starks versus Hobbs in a lights-out match. But mm-hmm. the match apparently went on at like 12.15 at night, yeah. <laughs> and it's fucking... On a Wednesday, yeah, on a Wednesday, and it, apparently it's really hard to get out there and get back from mm. where this place is. It's like it's a fucking nightmare. So they probably should have planned this out a little better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but the the fans got their money's worth from from what I've heard. Um, yeah, so I guess we can talk. Of, I don't have the card. But if we if I if we remember the card for tomorrow, we have it's a uh, Sting and Darby versus Brody and Buddy. 
Yes. I'm looking at it right now. Hook in action Bronson versus 2.0. I can't wait for that. Jade versus Diamante. Uh, Samoa Joe and Wardlow versus Tony Nese and Josh Woods. Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix. They called that uh, what they call they called that something the Sam- Samoa Joe and Wardlow team. Um, what was that? Wardjo oh, or something? Wardjo, I can see. Wardjo, I think it was Wardjo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> and then Ricky Starks versus Hobbs in a fucking lights out match is crazy. Yeah. There's, I, I don't know how you go home before that match. Yeah. There's whatever. Guevara versus Eddie Kingston and the battle Royal. Yeah. Yes. So fucking another two hour show. <laughs> crazy. So yeah, I'm watching tomorrow's uh, rampage for sure. Cause that's a fuck. That's another dynamite right there. <laughs> um, but it's gonna coming on at ten o'clock. The show's not gonna be done until twelve, mm-hmm. which is even later than it was for those people. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. Crazy yeah, I'm gonna now. have to watch it that night too because Saturday, I usually watch Rampage Saturday mornings, but it's like my work's company picnic, so I won't have time. You're going to a picnic? That's fun. That's at, it's at an amusement park, so it'll be fun. Oh, go to ride. Gonna have some. Gonna have some. Have some pasta actually, the salad. amusement park. Huh? Some egg salad sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually the amusement park where my wife and I met, so we're pretty excited oh. to go because we usually try to go once a year because that's where we met. So nice. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess uh, I guess we're done. Oh, is it when is um, the Great Muda's thing? Is that this weekend? When is it? It's called like the Great Goodbye or something like that. The Great Bye Bye. Oh, like at Noah or something? Yeah, it's got. Oh, I guess it's this weekend. I don't know. I didn't even hear about this. The, the name of it is like uh, the final bye bye. That's <laughs> hilarious. It's like, probably this like, weekend. It's, it's so funny. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like the final bye bye, or like awesome. the or it's just called bye bye. <laughs> like I was like, that's that's fantastic. Who's he facing? Mm-hmm. I wonder. I don't know. I saw a thing too where uh, the prime minister of Japan or whatever is going to start opening up for more people to come back into the country. So that'd be good. Like people who have been stuck over here, mm-hmm. or well, just like anyone, like tourists and oh, people nice. who want to come okay. work and stuff. So I'm sure we'll start seeing a lot more people show up in New Japan and stuff. Hopefully, Kenny won't be going back and forth too much. And I say mm-hmm. that because he's still with AEW. Yeah, <laughs> don't get fired. I hope. I just hope Danielson can go over there because I really want to see him in Japan. Yes, please. He wants yeah. to. Just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're done. We're done. I'm calling see. it. Good- goodbye. <laughs>